So at this time we have some kid, we have some, we have some readers who are going to be reading the scriptures for us. So I welcome you guys. You'll be unmuted and you'll be ready to go. crack of dawn on Sunday, the women came to the tomb carrying the burial spices they had prepared. They found the entrance stone rode back from the tomb, so they walked in. But once inside, they couldn't find the body of the master Jesus. They were puzzled, wondering what to make of this. Then, out of nowhere it seemed, two men, light cascading over them, stood there. The women were awestruck and bowed down in worship. The men said, why are you looking for the living one in a cemetery? He is not here, but raised up. Remember how he told you when you were still back in Galilee that he had to be handed over to sinners, be killed on a cross, and in three days rise up? Then they remembered Jesus' words. Um, what a God we have, and how fortunate we are to have him. We, This father of our master, Jesus, because Jesus was raised from the dead. We've been given a brand new life and have everything to live for, including a future in heaven. And the future starts now. God is keeping a careful watch over us and the future. This day is coming when you'll have it all, life healed and whole. Uh, we're looking for Mia because I believe that Mia was going to read. And we wanted to unmute her. Um, is that with you, Amanda, on your phone, or is that with Richie? Yes, it's with me. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live, even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? And Marty's going to lead us in another song. Um, for what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter and then to the twelve, and then to the twelve. Oh, after that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers at the same time most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. 
Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, appeared to me also as to one ab abnormally born. And God will raise us from the dead by his power, just as he raised our Lord from the dead. And since we died with Christ, we know that we will also live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death has no longer any power over him. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now he lives. He lives for the glory of God. So you should also consider yourself to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. probably been by far it is the strangest Easter I've ever spent um, I'm all by myself except for two dogs um, I haven't had jelly beans or peeps um, and I'm missing my church family and my blood family very much today but I am thankful for the resurrection I'm thankful that Jesus is alive I'm thankful that no matter what our circumstances we can still worship and I'm thankful for a uh, a vehicle like Zoom where we can all get together like this and this is the next best thing to being together I guess. So uh, happy Easter everybody. Um, I love you. I miss you um, and let's just remember what today is all Hello church family. Can you hear me? So for testimony time today, we uh, were thinking about doing something a little bit different. Um, so first, happy Easter, and um, he is risen. He is risen indeed. Uh, as I was thinking about what we we're gonna do for testimony time, um, rising just kept coming to me. So the rising in Jesus, the rising of Jesus in us, and what we're going to do today is we're going to proclaim that, that he is indeed risen. So we're going to take some time to think about um, our stories, our experiences, and how we have seen Jesus rising in us, uh, whether it's this past week or whether it's been the uh, last month or even year. Um, how has he been working in you? So. We're going to take about 30 seconds of meditative silence and we're going to uh, just allow the Holy Spirit to work in us and to um, bring these stories, bring these experiences of resurrection uh, to our minds. And then afterwards, if you would like to briefly share about um, how Jesus has been resurrected in you, uh, we're going to ask for you to just chat, uh, type your name in the chat room, 
and then you will be unmuted and your name will be announced and you can uh, you can share. Um, so Lord, um, please come um, and just remind us of our stories, our experiences of how you have been working in us. Okay, if anyone wants to share, please uh, go ahead and um, just type your name into the chat and uh, share your testimony of how the Lord has been working in you, what you have seen. And everyone that's a co-host, when Annette calls on that person, start searching every single page to try and find them because my head's gonna explode and I can't find people. <laughs> okay. So, it's chaos over here because I'm like, help me, children. Okay. <laughs> Anyone that's a co-host, when Annette calls on them, you just search that you find them and you spotlight them. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your help. That's my testimony. <laughs> so please, let's share your testimony. Um, how's God been working in you? What have you been seeing? What's What's been stirring in your heart? Hi, this is Nichelle. I don't know if you guys can see me. Can you hear me? Can hear you. Awesome. Oh, yes, here I am. Um, what God has shown up for me in this current time is um, remembering how things used to be. For lack of a better word, we used to call each other. We used to write letters. We used to really value those little moments with family. So since I've been introduced to Zoom, I have Zoomed my mom and my sister over at least five times. My mom still can't get it. She doesn't know how to unmute herself, but we wave at each other. We had a happy hour. She knows what the cocktail clink means. Um, we've just been able to share in a way that actually causes you to be intentional so being intentional with my mom and my sister because our relationship has had its ebbs and flows it's it's been um like god spending like this is what we needed to um i don't know facilitate to push our, our relationship closer and so um we've also decided to have like once we can get together we're going to have like a Caribbean happy hour festival. So, you know, it's just brought some really needed time with my mom and my sister. Um, my uncle, he got sick and it just really brought it home. He's doing well. He's um, on, he didn't need a ventilator, but to be able to share that, like we used to do, I don't know if you guys remember this, but um, in my culture, when like something happened important, you only could call each other. So we would do like the calling tree and we would just inform each other what's happening in the family, blah, 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 no social media. 
So again, this is just um, anchored me in my intentionality with my family and my friends and all that I love. And I don't know, it's, it's just been a good thing out of a bad thing. Thank you, Nichelle. I'm very grateful. Thank you for sharing, that's awesome. Um, I'm having a hard time seeing the chats, but I, I see Rose. Rose, do you want to share? Yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Um, my niece was worried that her boyfriend and her boyfriend's mother had COVID-19. And they went and got tested, and it came back that they are both clear. And not only does that make me feel great that my family is safe, but it was a little more added home to me because my brother has MS and a lot of other conditions. And my niece obviously is around her dad. So she was concerned that if she had gotten it from her boyfriend and his mom, she could have passed it to my brother. And with my brother's conditions, that could have been deadly for him. Yes. So I praise the Lord that he heard my prayers and they're all okay. Awesome. Thank you, Rose. Thank you for sharing that. That is, what a blessing. And who do we have up next? Go ahead. I'm having a hard time. Go. If you could share, share your name. I'm Lauren Sparks. Um, and happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Cal. Um, we, well, I, I just want to share, uh, I'm a therapist and I've been seeing a lot of my clients over video chat over the past week uh, or a couple weeks. And um, it really, I, I haven't been, I hadn't been coping with it super well. Um, and it all sort of culminated. I actually wasn't a part of the service on Friday because um, I, I had a, a panic attack uh, on Friday and just felt everything sort of overwhelming me and um, being really sort of dark and intense um, and, and sort of absorbing everybody else's anxiety in addition to my own. Um, but that actually ended up being the starting point this weekend of um, me sort of being able to, to release that to God and him sort of raising up this peace in me that I hadn't felt. And he just gave me the strength um, and I've really been able to spend some time with him this weekend to be able to just refocus. And he's um, just been encouraging me, like he is our security and our our strength and our ability to sort of cope even with mm -hmm. adversity and stressful circumstances. Um, and so uh, like, you know, I just found myself filled with prayer for my clients and uh, for my family and um, really sort of just felt the Holy Spirit kind of leading me in ways that I haven't really in the past few weeks or I've, I've had trouble connecting with in the past. Yeah. Few so uh, I just wanted to share, you know, the encouragement that I'm finding he's my security and I, I think he's everyone else's as well. And we just need to praise him for that. So. Yay. Thank you, Lauren. Oh, my turn. <laughs> Hi, Maddie. Hello. Uh, my name is Maddie. 
And um, I wanted to share this week, um, I have a sister in Texas who is due with a baby boy at the end of the month. And um, she had to have a C-section for her first and was and is hoping to not have a C-section this time around. And um, so I was praying during her, um, the day of her ultrasound where she would find out if baby's in position um, to be able to not have a C-section. And so I was praying and asking that it would, baby would be head down and ready to go. And then I texted her that I was praying that and she's not a believer. And I was like, Lord, I'm going to need you to come through. Otherwise, like, <laughs> I'm going to look at it or like, what a cool testimony it could be, Lord. If, if like something as simple as the head would be down, that that would maybe be a testimony to her. And so I was really, yeah, asking God to come through on something minute, but that could be powerful. And, um, so it was just cool to see. She texted me later that day and said, head down, ready to go. And so, um, just praising God for, yeah, that he will answer crazy prayers and, um, yeah, people for that. That's awesome. Not quite a small thing though. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Stephanie. Can everyone hear me? Okay. Um, so this week on Monday, Thursday, I was listening to a, just a really mini sermon. Um, and it was about receiving love. And that's a really hard thing for me um, to receive blessings from others. I think that we tend to want to give or do or spend our time or whatever little resources we have to bless others. But it made me think about how during this season, we've really had to lean on others and receive love and groceries and small things like a friend of mine dropped off a pie this morning so that I pie for Easter, which I was really missing and bummed out about. But um, just receiving love and how important that is to be able to not only give love, but get love. Mm. Thank you for that reminder, Stephanie. Carmel. Hey, this, this wasn't for me, but um, I was talking to Shara Reed Tut, Brian Tut, and um, she wanted to share something. She's on Facebook Live. So this is what she said. We are thankful for Genesis community members who are supporting us as Brian is sick and now recovering. He came down with flu-like symptoms last week. Nikki, Hannah, Ben, and Dan quickly sprang into action as calming presence and practical supporters. And she's so thankful to God for them and for the community. And she ended it with amen. So um, praise the Lord for all of you who are jumping in and helping practically. And obviously we'll keep praying for, for Brian. Thank you. And we have Kate up, is that right? Hi. So um, this school year had been a really good year for me and I was having, like everything was going great and then this happened. And at first I was having a hard time, but then, um, I, God gave me peace and I felt like he's using this time to help me grow closer to him. And I know he's going to use this for good for me. So I'm thankful for that. That's awesome. That's so wonderful that you can like be still and find that peace of God. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. 
Is that it? Um, team, do you see anybody else? Yeah, that seems to be it. I'm gonna, we're going to hand this over to Nasha. <clears throat> Good morning. Good morning. Um, and happy Easter. So just like as if we were at church, Christian is right by my side. You're probably going to hear some nursery rhymes in the background, so just disregard that. Um, we have very few announcements, so before I even give those two, if you have any prayers um, that you want to put in the chat, go ahead and start doing that now. And we're going to take time during this time to actually do some prayer together. So just for announcements, we are still having devotions Monday through Friday, and you can check your emails for the invitations. Um, if for some reason you don't see it in your regular email, don't forget to check your spam or your junk folder because it could be in there. Families, make sure you check your email for details for the devotions for, um, and kids calls that happen weekly. And again, we just invite you to put prayers in the chat that we can pray through. Um, just some general prayers. We want to take some time to just pray. You can all kind of close your eyes and just pray for those who've been diagnosed with COVID-19, um, for those that are recover in recovery or are recovering, because even that can be difficult um, to come out on the other side of that. Um, for anyone experiencing any grief or loss, especially related to death, but also I think we sometimes forget the other loss that we are all collectively and individually experiencing um, related to income and finances coming in. Um, it, the loss of the socialization. Yes, we have Zoom and virtual ways to communicate, but I I'm noticing I love to see people's faces now, which I didn't think was a thing before. So that loss of normalcy that we, we're, we're losing, um, loss of employment. Not everyone is working from home or teleworking. You know, some people have been furloughed or laid off or, you know, just terminated because of different situations in their employment. And we just want to, we want to hope that my prayer in that is God will provide us with comfort and peace, that he will continue to be our protector, our provider, and the light that we all need to get through the darkness we're in collectively and individually experiencing. So there are a couple things in the chat. I'm going to try to get them all. So Dan has the prayer for, we want to pray for our close friends, Ken and Mark, who have COVID-19. Edith is, uh, Edith's chat says, anxiety about what kids are missing out on, like eighth grade celebration, celebrations, high school graduations, things like prom that people didn't get to do. Um, my kids are much younger, but they just miss their friends, being around them, running around with recess. Um, for a former student, pastoral intern has been on a respirator for 19 days and is in grim shape. Lord, please touch and heal him and just provide a miracle that Mark is restored, that he can come off this ventilator, that he can just return to some sense of normalcy and see um, increased health and in ability to breathe that we wanna just speak into that right now, that he is healed. So we want to heal. We want a prayer for healing for Mark. Olivia said that her sister 
Debbie hasn't been in patient care nursing in about a decade, but last week was redeployed to Troy Beaumont in the COVID unit. So we want to keep her and her colleagues on the front line in our prayers. Uh, Micah Brown says that, I'm just going to read hers. My Bible happens to be open next to me during the testimony time right now. I happen to look at it. The first verse I looked at were John 16, 32 through 30, 33. But a time is coming and has come when you will be scattered each in their own home. You will leave me all alone. Yet I am not alone for my father is with me. I've told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And yes, Micah, this is relevant. Thank you for sharing that and happy Easter, she says. So just take peace that we, we will overcome this and that God is with us in all this. Ken says he has a close friend, Laura, and she um, would find that she finds a new job and a new place to live. Um, Carmel um, provided the information from Brian Tut, quarantine in their basement with flu-like sim symptoms um, and prayers for Shara and, their, and Brian and their whole household. Annette, we want to lift her nephew Nathan in prayer. Just got word he tested positive for the virus. He's a police officer in North Carolina with two babies, toddlers. Lord, hear our prayers that first responders are protected through this. Melanie has asked prayers for her son Conrad's continued good health while living in Brooklyn and continued patience because he's been inside for five weeks now. Stephanie Scobie, that her aunt Lynn, who's a nurse at Royal Oak Beaumont, continued prayers for health and protection. Um, Ann Collins, prayers for her children and grandchildren to stay healthy and safe. For friends, medical professionals, and contracted uh, COVID-19 and other family members may also have it from John Lucas. We're praying that they recover quickly and easily. There's a lot of prayers, so I think I'm going to have to sum some up. But we want to, you can also submit private prayers to um, elders or the pastors that we will pray over, and we pray over those weekly. Um, We want to pray for anyone who was on the service on Friday. They may have been watching when we were hacked. Um, we pray that God will alleviate the stress and anxiety that came with that, especially for children that were watching, that he will um, just allow us to kind of remove those things from our minds so that we can participate in events without feeling anxious and feel the anxiety associated with that. And for the parents who may have to intervene or interact and provide the support for those children, that you will just give them the words to say, um, allow them to be able to comfort in a way that the children will understand and, um, you know, not make that an issue for any of us anymore. We want to have some special prayers for those who, as we've been going through this list, are first responders. Um, whether that be our medical professionals on the front lines, um, our police officers and fire police officers, fire departments, um, anyone who was out there in this working night and day to help those who are ill, and also for those who are still working in the community with transportation or groceries or anything like that, that they will be protected. 
and that you will allow um, them to remain healthy and not become ill or pass anything on in their homes. I think we also need a special prayer for a group of people that are often forgotten, and those are marginalized people, whether that be the homeless or those that are low income, um, those that don't have read, don't readily have access to health care coverage, um, just to be with them and provide them the support that they need, um, and to not only provide them for the support, but the advocacy to get their needs met. Um, I'd like to end this in prayer with the Lord's Prayer that we can, you can say, as I'm reading it, say we can say this together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, thank you for continuing. Nasha, thank you. Feel free to continue to put the prayer requests on here. It's being recorded and we get a transcript of all the messages and we'll send those out with our prayer requests this week on our Thursday email. So um, it's, we, we all know people who are, are hurting and um, I, this is a season of great crying out to God, but it's also a season of miracles of God bringing new life. So continue to put those prayer requests in. Um, we're going to take our offering now. If you want to, you can say hi to people too, but y'all are looking just super. So we're going to take our offering. I want to thank you for your faithfulness in a time of uncertainty, right? At, at a time when it seems like the lack is continuing to be spoken of more than God's provision. We praise you. We, we, we're thankful, right? We're grateful for those with the, with the pattern of continuing to give. And I hear tons of stories of all of you giving to your neighbors and friends and strangers and community and family and continuing to let your resources go, right? And that is a sign of the church. It's a mark of being a disciple. So thank you for your faithfulness in that. Uh, if you got that pattern of giving, you can text since we can't collect uh, the checks on there. You can text, you can set up online. Thank you for those of you who have gone after that in this digital age and made those adjustments. Uh, your faithfulness is, is awesome. And so maybe we have the joy of giving at this moment. So let me give thanks and then we'll sing the doxology together. So Father, thank you for being a great provider, giving us daily bread, extending to us what we need, what we want, and allowing us to share with others. May your name be magnified everywhere through the generosity of your people. Let our hearts be open to do so joyfully wherever there is need. And for where there is need here, Lord, we pray, meet that need. Physically, financially, emotionally, mentally, come, Lord. Bring your goodness, we pray, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, sing with me. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. I, I love seeing your hats. I had mine sitting to the side. Um, and my hat 
this morning, actually 10 years ago, was given to me um, by um, Sarah Takis, which is actually Hannah Hoskins' sister. And this hat was her grandfather's. Um, and he had this whole pattern of wanting to, um, going around and he shared Jesus seven times with all, with everyone in his community. And so this was his stepping out hat. This was the hat that he would wear when he would go out and share with people Jesus. So I'm wearing it today in honor of her grandfather, Hannah, your grandfather, and, um, want to proclaim boldly Jesus to us all. So, hey, um. We're, I'm just going to get a couple of texts and we're going to take communion and we're going to worship in one more song. That's what we have for the remainder of this going on today. And so I want to invite you, if you haven't already got um, the things that you need um, for that, grab, um, grab a cracker, grab some food, grab a tortilla chip, grab something to drink, because we're going to take communion together as a family. And we're going to remember and proclaim the death and resurrection of Jesus this morning. And so if you want to send a runner in your house, it, the elements really don't matter, but some, something that's got a crunch and maybe something that's wet uh, that you can drink. That didn't sound right, but something that, is, that you can drink and something you can eat. And we're going to share communion together. So if you've got somebody who can run and make this, again, it's not particular what you need to have. but um, there it is. So let me, let me read a couple of scriptures for us, because I think the theme for today is that Jesus is life. He is our life. And today we are celebrating that. This is in Colossians 3. Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life. And your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. See, Christ is our life. And there's a moment when he will be revealed to the whole world. Jesus, when he was meeting with people, and he, he was talking about him being the bread of life, the true life that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. And all the people said, oh, Jesus, give us this bread. They ask for, give us that bread every day. And we have this bread of life every day. And so in your home, with the people around you, Marty, to your two dogs, um, everybody else in your, Annette, you got to yell loud enough so your mom can hear it maybe. Would you say this out loud with me? Jesus, give us that bread every day. Jesus, give us that bread every day. Jesus' response was, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. That's you all. That's me. For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my will. And this is the will of God, that I should not lose even one of those that he has given me, that I should raise them up to the last day. For this is my Father's will that all who see his son and believe in him should have eternal life. I will raise them up on the last day. He is the bread that gives us eternal life. We see him and believe in him, and he gives us this life. So that's what we're talking about today. And so today we're going to put our heads and our minds around the things of heaven, 
not these things of earth, and we're going to celebrate communion. So whatever you have, I'm opening my piece of, sorry for that awful noise of my piece of bread, and the very, very fruit punch, the juice drink that we have. In 1 Corinthians, when Paul was encouraging, oh man, these straws are so hard to get out. All right, I got it. Here was Paul. So you got your elements ready, church? Something, some water, a piece of bread. We've got them here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. This was 1 Corinthians. And Paul's saying this, for this is what I pass on to you, what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord took some bread. He gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed in my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. And every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes. And so, friends, here's what we're doing in our eating and drinking. We're eating the bread of life, our fa- uh, the, the gift that God has given us. We are proclaiming this that Christ was crucified. The blood, his blood was poured out for the forgiveness of sins. That Christ was buried. He experienced death. He experienced the sting of death. He bore the weight of death because of sin. We're announcing that Christ has risen, that he was raised to life. He is the first of new life through the spirit of God. And we are announcing that Christ will return. He is returning for us, and uh, he's returning for us, and he is living, and he's going to return for the living and for those who have died in Christ. That's what we are announcing, and so let's eat and drink. So, Father, we praise you for your body broken for us. Blessed are you, God, that you were crucified, you were buried, you were risen, you returned. We praise you for your blood that was shed for the forgiveness of sins. We praise you for this promise and these realities. And in our eating and drinking, we behold and we believe. And we announce your death, your burial, your resurrection, and your return. We praise you, Father, for the bread and the life that is offered us today. Amen. So um, eat, take a bite, eat this bread, drink, and announce Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And in that, Marty, I'm going to unmute you. Marty is going to go to his computer or to his piano. We're going to sing Christ is Risen. uh, And then we're going to be dismissed. Amen. Happy Easter, you all. May the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine down upon you and be gracious to you and grant you peace. May you be able to celebrate if you get the chance to go outside. May you be able to proclaim to neighbors and to friends the life that is in God. May we shine that forward and praise to him at this time.